0: A four hands brewing showcase episode of
1: Brutal Battle.
0: Yes, so everybody knows we do these brewery showcase episodes. Um I've started to do two within each set of like 10-ish episodes, um, because I just I like showcasing breweries. And so for this one, we are going to the Midwest uh to showcase a brewery called Four Hands Brewing. Um, they're at St. Louis, Missouri, and they were founded in 2011, so they're oh, about... they're new. Yeah, they're like five years old. I mean, newish in comparison yeah. to the craft beer com- uh, community, but I guess at the same time, like you have breweries popping up like crazy all yeah. the time, so I mean, it is what it is. Um, with a lot of these, I don't... When they're newer like this, I don't have a ton of information on them, because, Rebecca, you and I were talking about this right before we started yeah. recording. Uh, I feel like the older ones, like when we do like the Sierra Nevadas or the Founders, or, you know, if we ever do like Sam Adams, stuff like that, like they have these much older stories, they have more interesting stories, because they were getting going when craft beer wasn't a big thing. So they had a lot more adversity to overcome, it was usually a more interesting way that they came to their industry, uh, and opening up their brewery. Nowadays, it's more like, Well, I like beer, and I like brewing beer, so I know I can make money doing it because it's a booming market. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but but everybody has their own story, and everybody does face adversity when they're starting a business, though. That is true.
0: And one of the things that I can say, too, that I was thinking about before we started recording is that even though you have so many breweries popping up, I think that the overwhelming majority of them have a very, like, a very how am I trying to put this a very uh substantial passion for the beer that they're making it's not just a lot of times it's not just hey this is a this is a way I can make money it's a lot of the times hey I really like making beer and I'd like to make beer and share it with people and I can make a living living doing it yeah so that's nice Uh, it's more of like a chase your dreams
1: and uh, you know for forehands here we are in Maryland so clearly they've made it this far to be mm-hmm. open a couple years, be distributing this far. So
0: yeah, And from what I read, their, um, their distribution model is a very good sustainable one. They're being very conservative with how they're doing their distribution to make sure that when they're going into markets, they're not oversaturating it at first. They're really trying to put the right amount in so that they're not crazy in there, but they're also not like almost non-existent. Yeah. So, And Four Hands, one of the reasons we decided to do Four Hands is, this is a brewery that I've only had one of their beers before. And you tried it as well. That, that's when we were up in Philadelphia oh, right. for my birthday a few years ago. We actually did an episode about that. Uh, people want to go back and listen to it. It's on the website and iTunes and all that. But uh, when we went out to A Kitchen oh, in Philadelphia, so uh, awesome place. But they had their bona fide. Um, I think it's Imperial Stout. Yeah, they're bona fide Imperial Stout, and I had that, and it was a really like chocolatey, decadent, tasty coffee stout, and it was awesome. And that's the only beer I've ever had by four I hands. I feel like
1: I keep getting four hands and tired there, hands. No, is there a left, left,
0: left hand, left hand? Yeah, yeah. There's left. Yeah, there's a left hand and there's four hands, and people also. Uh, there's a four noses brewing. Four noses? That I heard of recently. I'm like, what? <laughs> a lot That's of the these just parts. start. Yeah, it gets like.
1: What about uh, the foot?
0: Yeah, who's doing four feet? Four feet. Someone do four feet. Tired feet. Tired feet. Just <laughs> do it all. Okay. So. now
1: do, Can we open one?
0: Yeah, we're going to go ahead and open one and start it off. Uh, first, we're doing. Well, you already grabbed it. So, oh, what, what is it? You it's called
1: Snake Oil. It's their IPA. I thought you said it was red. It's a
0: red IPA. Okay. Yeah. How do looked you up, see red? Um, through looking at their website, I was looking at all the beers they have available, and it said red IPA on there.
1: Well, it doesn't say it on the can.
0: It just says IPA on the can, but... I think it's at, what, percentage? 6% or something? It's on the bottom
1: there.
0: 6.5. 6.5. Okay. And I was Very gonna
1: good. maybe peel that off to see. It has what it's would with. It's good to be paired with on the side.
0: Yeah, we got these um, at, actually, three of them we got at Ronnie's. We wanted to go to Ronnie's Beverage Warehouse in Forest Hill because uh, I wanted the option to get hoppy stuff and not have to check date codes uh, because I know they keep their hoppy stuff pretty current. Um, And the other thing is, with Four Hands, I guess we have to get it there because Four Hands doesn't date code, which sucks. Please, Four Hands, if you hear this. Please date code. I mean, I know to some people it's not a huge deal. It's especially not for three of the four beers we're trying, but for this snake oil beer, Red IPA, it's it's good to know.
1: So it says it's good with spicy food and grilled beef.
0: Yeah. That's another thing I like. I think on all of these they have food pairings, which I love, love, love that idea. Love it. All right. So let's try the snake oil, which by the way, I'm sorry, another little bit of information Duclaw used to have a beer. Duclaw Brewing out of Baltimore. Um, They used to have a beer called Snake Oil, and it was a Pilsner, and it has disappeared like a year or so ago. So I don't know if it was a situation where four hands entered the market, and then there was a potential issue between them having a Snake Oil and Duclaw having a Snake Oil. But, I don't know. Just speculating. maybe that happened. That's it.
1: Did Duclaw... Like, I remember drinking snake oil at their brewery, but did they ever distribute that?
0: Bottle uh, it? I don't think... They they did put it in cans at one point. Or, I'm cans? sorry, bottles at yeah. one point, I believe. You call Sills not doing cans, which they right. should.
1: Okay. Anyway, back to the snake oil.
0: Yes. It actually just looks like a straight IPA. It doesn't look red at all. Yeah. So, I don't know why Maybe the website like said red, red Yeah. Yeah, it's very orangey. It's a little hazy. It's a little mm, hazy. Really? Yeah, oh, well, mine is. Yours is not as much. I think ways. that's
1: your glass. Wipe your no.
0: glass. No, I did. I definitely did. Really? Yeah.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, mm. whatever.
0: All right, smell it. Ooh. Hmm. I'm... There's some citrus, but there's I'm a saying... little pine as well.
1: A little pine. I was going to say citrus, and I, I'm getting a little pineapple. Okay.
0: Yeah, definitely pineapple.
1: A little, yeah, a little pine, not too much. More citrus than the pine note. Yeah, it's day. like
0: the citrus is is the most aggressive thing that you're getting on the nose, and then the pine's just kind of like slightly there under it as as like a thin layer. Nice maltiness. Yeah, uh, smells it smells like it has a good malty backbone to it. Almost a little bit of like a grainy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It smells like the grain bins in a farm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going in.
0: Smells good. Smells rich. Decent bitterness to it. A lot more bitterness than I thought I, there would be. It
1: is very malty. Very grainy, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Which, actually, with red IPAs, is that, that typical? is typically what you get. It will be more malty. Um, so, I guess maybe it is a red IPA. It just doesn't look red.
1: So, you say you're getting... I'm not getting any bitterness. A little bit, not much.
0: My first sip, I got a decent bitterness to it, but I've taken like three more sips, and after that, like, my tongue's already acclimated, basically. So it just starts becoming a little more vibrant with the citrus and that pine. That pine is more uh, present than it was in the aroma.
1: But it's very in check, I think, Mm because I don't really like a lot of... I either really like a lot of pine, like... uh... Pennsylvania Tuxedo Pine, Mm -hmm. or not a lot.
0: This has a bit of, like, a perfumey floral quality on the flavor as well. And are you getting any of that pineapple?
1: No, not at all. It's a real, like, I think it's a, for me, it's a very, like, clean mouthfeel, though.
0: Yeah, it does clean out. It's my in, my my initial few tastes i felt like it was going to have flavors that lingered longer than they actually yeah. do like kind of falls flat
1: not no, in a bad way though no i think it i think it
0: finishes malty i think this yes, is a big thing yes
1: i know it yeah
0: it doesn't finish citrus it finishes malt and pine and it's good though i yeah, like it yeah i like
1: it it's not my favorite ipa but it's definitely no. drinkable
0: yeah, no, the, it, I mean, it's solid. Yeah, I don't get that pineapple. I get a little citrus to it on the flavor. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of maltiness. There's a lot of pine, um, a lot more pine to it than in the nose. A um, little well, apple on there as well. Hmm. And like I said, that florally, hoppy quality, almost a little hmm. perfume to it.
1: Okay. Oh. So what are you going to tell us about the right. four hands?
0: Yeah, the four hands. So like I said, they opened up in 2011, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, for people familiar with St. Louis, uh, it's in the LaSalle Park neighborhood. So that's just for anyone who's familiar. I'm not. I just figured I'd throw that out. So they're a 20,000 square foot brewing facility, and 3,000 square feet of that 20,000 is reserved for barrel aging. Oh, wow which is interesting because on the website they have no barrel aged beers listed. Like they even have a section on the website where it's like these are our beers and it's like year round, seasonal, barrel aged and there's nothing under the barrel aged. Well maybe
1: that's like a new program.
0: It's not though. Oh. I I don't think I don't think it is but um
1: like is it possible they started small and then moved into this facility thinking they were going to start barrel aging?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's a situation where they're it it is it is kind of fledgling and they're mainly just doing their barrel aged stuff releases at the brewery itself. Yeah. You know, maybe it's only kegs, maybe they're really not distributing it. I mean, that's possible.
1: These are all viable options.
0: Yeah. So they did say that in the stuff I was reading on their website that they strive for a well-rounded portfolio of beers. From what I was looking at, I think that is actually happening that they're doing like a pretty good um kind of uh, what am I looking to say? I have a hard time with words. Yeah. <laughs> they they've done a good range uh, mm. of different styles of beers and they're
1: well-rounded.
0: Yeah, they are well-rounded and uh, the other thing is they have a sour program that's supposed to be coming oh. this summer, which when I read that I was like, "Okay, but they've already done a few some sour beers, so I guess maybe they they're saying it's going to be more mm-hmm. at at that point this summer." So I don't know, but
1: well, have they done just like kettle sours?
0: Um, I I don't know. Like you know, they did they didn't say if they do open fermentation or kettle. I'm We, okay, so the next beer is kind of sour, so I think uh, we'll find out based on the flavor. Mm. So, but I will say, uh, along with this information, the the man who started the brewery, his name is Kevin Lemp, he's the president, he's also the founder, um, and he, his kind of roots were in, he got into craft beer when he was in college and then he got out and he his jobs that led him into craft beer were um, a being a rep for a distribution company for like a beer wine distribution company and uh, i knew he was representing and and selling ej gallo wines um not good <laughs> i know they're they're not good wines. so um
1: that must that's a hard job yeah that
0: is a hard job yeah it is a hard I job mean, being a rep people
1: I feel like people like that stuff, though. Yeah. I would have a tough time selling it, because I'd be like, this is shit.
0: <laughs> like, here, try this. Yeah. Okay. But he, when he was doing that job, he kind of started realizing, hey, you know, I, I'm i way more into craft beer. And then he realized, I would like to open a brewery, hence, four hands. Hold on, happened. didn't
1: he open up with someone else? Because where are the other two hands?
0: <laughs> where are the other three hands? Oh, oh, okay, yes. Oh, my God.
1: Carlin!
0: <laughs> That's bad. Ooh. The other three people with hands? I, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I can't save myself on that one. Um, but I, the other name I'll throw out is the lead brewer there's is, name is Andy Burgio or Bergio. So, but... Um, yeah, let's do another beer. I don't Like I said, I don't have a crap ton oh, okay. of information because it's one of these relatively new type breweries.
1: I like to like look at his paper to see how far along he is. <laughs> how
0: much you, you have to keep listening to before the yeah. next beer. Yeah.
1: All I hear is blah, 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 blah. Beer!
0: <laughs> beer time. And go. Oh.
1: Ooh. Get it.
0: Can okay. I couldn't get this one. So the first one was a can, as people could hear. The second one is actually a bottle, and it's a 500 milliliter bottle.
1: I love that size.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm. Totally I think it's a fun size. It is a good one. Now, this beer is one that we already had, and this is one that I think I picked up when we were in Philadelphia. It's. Really? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was a 2015. Were we? In, I think it was 2015 when we were there for my birthday. Yeah. And probably. this beer yeah. is from 2015. Uh, it's their Kube Ang or Ange, uh, A N G E is the word. So, their Cuvée Ong is a French farmhouse ale fermented with Britannomyces, and then it's aged in wine barrels with raspberries and blackberries.
1: Ooh, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, doesn't it? Sounds really good. Oh, and it looks very pink.
1: I was going to say, I hope it's a pretty color.
0: It is very pretty looking as I pour it. So... It's in, It was just oh. interesting when I was reading, when they when I read that they said they have their sour program coming this summer, and I oh, was wait. like, wait a minute, I got this beer back in 2015, and it's a sour. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. I guess more substantial is, is what I'm Did saying.
1: you say the ABV? No.
0: Uh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry.
1: It's 5.5, and there it pairs go. with roasted pork and rotisserie chicken. We ate rotisserie chicken for lunch today. Gosh, we still have some in the fridge.
0: Yeah, we could do that. After we're done recording, we could drink more of it and pull out a chicken leg go to town. <laughs> Didn't you
1: eat both chicken legs?
0: Actually, I did. It's just the breasts left, so we just have to nibble some breasts.
1: <laughs> it's so dirty. I don't know. Okay. So it's a little... A little hazy. And a little pinkish.
0: Yeah. it's. I think it's quite pinky. Pinkish-reddish. It's got big... The bubbles on top are big. It doesn't have a ton... Of carbonation on the top but it's big
1: like when I first Ooh. my first hit of the nose I don't know how to say that it was like real tart like I felt like yeah. my tongue the sides of my tongue were like salivating, salivating? Yeah, yeah for real but now it smells now I'm getting a lot more of the berry flavors like the like dark dark fruit
0: I get a lot of the raspberry
1: yeah. a lot
0: of the raspberry on the nose and I get some of that grape, like a tannic grape skin quality on the nose oh, as yeah. well, like a Definitely. red, like red, a red wine. wine. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And what else? A little bit of an oakiness I was in gonna there. Say a little honey. Yeah, I could see a little honey. Definitely comes off tart, and there's a little bit of a funkiness, knowing there's oh, Brett yeah. in there, especially. But the Brett's there's not a ton. It we'll doesn't see. smell like it's super funky. But it smells really nice.
1: Oh, this is very mild.
0: Super mild. Very delicate beer.
1: Compared to the nose.
0: Mm. Mm hmm It tastes kind of juicy. Yeah. Um, there's a decent amount of Britannomyces throughout. There's a bitterness from like the tannic uh red grape, red wine grapes. And there's an oakiness. Basically everything that we smelled, it's in the flavor.
1: But it's so soft. Like, it, um, I didn't, again, this really normally isn't my style, but I really am enjoying this. It's nice and light.
0: The barrel aging, I'm I'm assuming, is what has made it so soft. Yeah. That, um, mainly the oak, mm-hmm. uh, and the brett. The brett, the funkiness from the brett kind of makes it a little bit soft, too. There's not a crazy amount of funk to it. I know you're not huge on a lot of funk, but.
1: Yeah. It's so nice. Like, the lingering flavors in my mouth are just those, like, the nice notes of the berry.
0: Blackberry, raspberries. Mm-hmm. So
1: good. I really, really like this. hmm
0: And at this point, it's like a almost two-year-old beer. It could be two years at this point. I don't know when it was released in 2015. Pouring myself 2015. a little bit more. Okay, go ahead.
1: Um, And I like that it's not... I like the 5.5%. You know, mm-hmm. low, you're not going to get tipsy.
0: As I continue to sip it, I get even more of the um, of the red wine grapes coming so through.
1: I really like this beer.
0: It becomes more and more wine-like as you keep drinking it. But it's good. Um, that's good. It's yeah, a nice beer. It's really good. It's not too funky either. No. I was, I was surprised. I was like, this could go either way with Rebecca because it could be too funky. And it's not. Nice beer. So, back to information about forehands. Um, so... I found a really interesting article that was kind of talking about their actual facility. Um, their, their like brewery facility, their bar area and, um, their office where, you know, their office folk work. So they
1: have cats. No, I wish oh.
0: that'd be, that'd be cool. Duclaw I really know. has cats. I'm sorry. We talked about Duclaw a Decent amount in This, this is about four hands. Um, so they they created a beer garden out of shipping containers, and they call it Container Bar.
1: That's fun.
0: Yeah. So apparently, I think it's like more of like an out outside seating type thing, which is typically what beer gardens but, are. Yeah. And the one of the shipping containers has the actual bar in it, and then one there's another shipping container that kind of has like a bunch of other stuff, and that's really fun. And then they have seating all around. It's a cool idea, and I think. I think I remember it saying, I didn't write it down, but that they only had to pay like $1,400 for each shipping container, which is pretty good.
1: I think shipping, yeah, are pretty cheap because I think I remember watching some TV show that was some house made out of shipping
0: containers, remember? That's becoming more of a thing, like repurposing these old shipping containers and making them into things. So good on four hands for doing something cool like that. Definitely cool. Another another thing they did—they repurposed some vehicles oh, geez. that they made uh, that they were using for um, putting taps on to take to events, like special beer events. Oh,
1: uh, that's fun! Because
0: you know, some breweries will have like their beer trucks when yeah. they show up to events, and they have taps on the side. So they have there—they <laughs> have three vehicles that they did. So the first one they did. They renovated a 1966 Ford Falcon van, which is a van that looks like the Scooby-Doo van.
1: It's like a shagging wagon.
0: Yeah, basically. So they renovated that and put six taps on the outside and would take it to events.
1: How fun would that be to like show up to a party and be like, hey?
0: Yeah. And then the article that I read, which I think was t- from 2015, I don't know if they went through th- with this, but... Uh Kevin Lemp said that the plan was for them to renovate two more vehicles. One of them was a Volkswagen bus, <laughs> and the other one was an old nineteen sixties mail jeep, <laughs> and they were gonna make those beer beer vehicles as well.
1: I wonder if you could like like be like, "Hey, I'm having a party Fourth of July party. Can you like bring that mail jeep and serve some?" beer to my friends
0: that'd be awesome I think I'd go with the Scooby-Doo van the the Ford Falcon oh yeah like bring that you can even make it like a Scooby-Doo themed party beer party oh that'd be awesome Mm -hmm.
1: Scooby-Doo Zoinks where are you
0: so uh, as far as the offices now they uh, Lemp actually decided that he wanted to kind of emulate a Google style work environment Uh. Nice. Who doesn't
1: want that? So
0: he employed a mullet mantra of business in the front, party in the back. So, What does that mean? So in the front of their offices, it's basically where the actual work gets done. It's, you know, the actual where people sit, which I believe he said that he integrated um, everyone, like marketing and sales and like everyone, so that ideas can flow more freely. They all sit in the same area, which is a good idea. Um, so it's all business in the front, like, all the business-related stuff.
1: Party in the back is so, a hot tub and swimming pool <laughs> and ping pong tables. No.
0: But that would be cool. So in the back, one of these things, too, the last thing, I, I was like, dude, so awesome. Um, so in the back, they have, like, beanbag chairs. Oh,
1: okay. They have a
0: pinball machine.
1: Nice. Very cool.
0: They have a projector to watch movies and other things. I'm sure you could project some fun YouTube videos on that. Yeah. And they have a canned beer vending machine.
1: What kind of beer?
0: I don't know. I'm assuming maybe theirs. uh, But, I mean, it could be other breweries, too. But that's awesome. A canned beer vending machine. Just think about your typical canned soda machine, but put beer in that. That's what I want. Yeah. Although, when it drops down... Yeah. Is it kind of shaking? Maybe it, too it has much, maybe? one of those
1: ones, like those Coke machines, where it's like and it just like carefully brings it down. Yeah, it's got have like the arm those? that yeah. grabs
0: it and then yeah, yeah that's possible. Um,
1: also, I wonder if you have to like sign up for the pinball because I could picture like one asshole like just taking the pinball machine and then you'd be like, God damn it, Larry, it's my turn. You've been on there all morning. Why
0: does it have to be Larry? Why are you saying Larry? Okay, it could be Larry.
1: Mark, Jenny, whoever. Randy. Randy. Goddamn Randy. It's always Randy.
0: <laughs> Randy or Hank.
1: <laughs> That's from what you call it.
0: Yeah. Um, no, there's a, the reference for that is there's this guy called, uh, does these videos called Wine About It. W-I-N-E. Uh, look it up on YouTube. It's They're pretty funny. The office Christmas party one in yeah. particular. So anyway, uh that that's it for the information on bar their bar and their okay. um and their office. That's what I I just thought it was cool. Yeah. So the next beer, next go ahead beer. and crack it. This is in a twenty two ounce bottle.
1: And it is their peanut butter chocolate milk stout called Absence of Light.
0: Yeah. A B V on
1: that seven point one. Seven point one. Pairings, dessert.
0: This just says dessert, straight yeah. up. Any dessert, okay. So I'm interested to see. I'm, in, I'm really I feel interested, like this
1: is my dessert.
0: Yeah, it could be. So I'm interested to see how this is, especially because where we are, um, our first um, indoctrination into beers with peanut butter was "Sweet Baby Jesus" by Duclaw Brewing.
1: Duclaw again?
0: Yeah, sorry, but um, this this is very pertinent because. Sweet Baby Jesus was the first that I'm aware of nationally known beer that used peanut butter. And it became very popular. Still is. So anytime I have a beer that has peanut butter in it, especially when it's a stout um, or a porter, I compare it to Sweet Baby Jesus. So I'll be doing that in my mind. So obviously this looks like a stout.
1: The the picture on this is very interesting because there's like a spoon... It's like some sort of chocolate monster.
0: It's like a little goblin. Yeah. And a, a little All reptilian of their looking.
1: Artwork is kind of cool, I think.
0: Yeah, they do have cool artwork. So okay. it looks like oh. a stout. I mean a little it's bit dark, of like a reddish brownish yeah. around the edges. And it
1: is like holy moly peanut butter. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of peanut butter on the nose. You get anything else? It's I don't. just like
1: sweet peanut butter.
0: Now I think
1: I feel like I want to say chocolate, but it's just all peanut butter.
0: Now, here's the genius of this. What? Do you call a sweet baby Jesus It's just a porter with peanut butter? It's a chocolate chocolate peanut butter porter. This is a milk stout yeah. with peanut butter. Now, that lactose that's in the stout increases that creamy yeah, and the perception of oh, the yeah. peanut butter, in the at least in the nose. Yeah. I'm assuming it will oh in the flavor gosh, as well. It's
1: just like... My mouth is salivating because I just feel like I'm going to be eating, like, a peanut butter cupcake. Like, a cupcake yes, with peanut butter, like, the creamy peanut butter icing that's, like, kind of mixed with, like, cream cheese.
0: I mean, really, oh. it just smells like peanut butter on top of milk chocolate. That's all I get. Peanut okay. butter milk chocolate is what it smells like. And so that's you tasted it.
1: exactly how it tastes. It's, like, peanut butter, chocolatey... Oh sweetness Mm. oh my gosh it's so good
0: whoa yeah Mm. now I mean
1: this is a dessert
0: yeah no it's really good
1: we should have kept your peanut butter cupcake from yesterday
0: I know that would have been interesting actually we have two more peanut butter cupcakes in in the freezer I know we gotta take those out but okay so I don't it's been a while since I had a sweet baby Jesus but this is probably rivaling it I think I, would think
1: I I I like the fact that it's a milk stout cuz I, l- I love milk stouts. I like that creamy, the yeah. lactose. I lo- I really like this.
0: Yeah, a really nice amount of peanut butter to it. Like I I said for the aroma, that lactic aspect of the milk stout really increases the creamy perception of the peanut butter yeah. and it's like milk chocolate with it as well, so peanut butter milk chocolate. And there is a little bit of a coffee finish to it.
1: See, I don't get that at all, and that's funny because that's what it sells on the bottle too.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that's good. Yeah, I get a little bit of a coffee finish. A little bit of a like a slight acridity that you would get from coffee. But that's, the nice. Beer that's really is nice.
1: Very it is rich. It is like a dessert. Yeah. Like it yeah. holds up on its own. Um yeah. You don't need to
0: have it with dessert, you need to have it as dessert. Yeah. IMO.
1: IMO. IMO. Notes of, yeah, it says noise of chocolate and coffee.
0: So, um, the last little bit that I'm going to give you is just the, their, their beer lineup. At least the beer lineup that they have on their website. Now, here's the thing. like I know they've done a bunch of other beers, and I'm assuming they only put certain things on their website, and then they just do a bunch of like one-off types of things. But this is based off what they have on the site. So, they're year-round beers. They have Citywide Pale Ale. Single Speed Blonde Ale, Divided Sky Rye IPA. Oh,
1: that sounds good.
0: Cast Iron Oatmeal Brown. Ooh, I bet that's that, good. Yeah, that sounds good. Incarnation IPA, License mm-hmm. to Dance, which is a beer that that was uh, based off of the cocktail Sex on the Beach, and it's a tart ale with cranberry, pineapple, and orange zest. That sounds a, really good. It sounds
1: good, and it's a great name.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a good name. Uh, the I saw the logo on there for it, and it's like an '80s style, oh, nice. like logo. It looks really cool. Um, then there's seasonal beers that they have: Contact High American Wheat, which means like a hoppy wheat. Uh, Warhammer Imperial IPA, Cash Money Imperial IPA, also great name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so two Imperial IPAs, the Snake Oil Red IPA. Nice. That is a seasonal. Uh, passion Fruit Prussia, which is a Berliner Weiss with passion fruit.
1: That sounds really good. That does sound very
0: good. And your passion fruit? Yes. Uh, Bonafide Imperial Stout, which I talked about we had in Philadelphia. Um, Send Help Dry Hopped Blonde Ale.
1: Send Help. That's All their names are so funny.
0: Absence of Light Peanut Butter Milk Stout. Nice. Also seasonal. Uh, plush. And their plush says... Their plush... Which is a Saison with grapes. Ooh. Sounds interesting. Then they have on their website their barrel-aged beers. Right. And there's nothing okay. there. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, that that's all the info for Four Hands Brewing.
1: I want, like, a scratch-and-sniff sticker with the smell of
0: this beer. The absence of light Ooh. peanut buttermilk out. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to, like, actually eat dinner and have something in my stomach and then just yeah. sip on this.
0: Do you remember when Scratch and sip Snickers were a thing? Snickers? Or that.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Remember those mar- the um, Mr. Markers? The markers that smelled like?
0: Yeah, which it was, uh, in retrospect, a terrible idea to like <laughs> eat keep- Teach kids to sniff markers because then when you get like a permanent marker, it's just getting high.
1: Yeah, true. (laughs) That's probably why like people did like moved on to like whippets and things like that. Yeah. Because good um, job company
0: that made sniff markers.
1: Well, what I just had a curiosity what was your favorite marker to smell?
0: Probably grape. Yeah, I know. I was always big on like grape smells when I was a kid, scratch (sighs) and sniff stickers included. The grape was really good. Oh, yeah.
1: What were all of it? Great. Well, I remember the licorice.
0: I remember... Oh, that's nasty. It smelled like buttholes. Like, that was <laughs> just, like, the worst.
1: But the what did the brown one smell like?
0: Uh, chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, it was chocolate. And then they had, like, a cherry.
1: And a lemon. And
0: they had a lemon.
1: Orange, maybe?
0: I don't know. I can look remember this up. Did they still
1: make it. that stuff?
0: Yeah, I mean, somewhere, probably. Okay, I'm cracking up in this beer. Alright, so the last beer is...
1: The Devil's Invention. It's a stout brewed with coffee.
0: There's no abb on it. I did look for that ahead of time. It is seven percent. I looked oh, it up. Okay. And what does it say to pair with it?
1: Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. I think it's funny that that one is just dessert, and this one says chocolate cake.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Okay. Well, let's see.
0: Let's check out this Devil's Invention. I'm ready for some coffee flavor.
1: Need to get some food in me.
0: I know. After this,
1: I don't, don't even know what I want. Oh, I don't even
0: know what I want to oh, eat. Oh, smell it, smell it. Oh my gosh! <sighs> so much coffee.
1: You know what? I have to be honest though. It smells like bad coffee.
0: You mean it's kind of been sitting too long? Yeah,
1: it smells like diner coffee at the bottom that's <laughs> kind of like been there overnight. Like they probably made the pot of coffee at like 10 o'clock at night and then you come in at 7 o'clock in the morning and they try to serve you that shit and that's the kind of coffee it smells like. It's like
0: Folgers or Sanka. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I can't get past that bad coffee.
0: It's it's strong, strong, strong coffee. It's
1: like making hair grow in my off my chest.
0: Coffee. It almost smells like espresso. Like
1: yeah, it is thick,
0: strong, 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 strong. I mean, yeah. it looks like a stout. It smells like coffee. You yeah. get anything other than that coffee? No,
1: it's and and like I said, I this <sighs> coffee is off putting to me. The
0: coffee is very aggressive. I'm good with that though. I like the smell of the aggressive coffee. I don't think, I I see where you're going. It does smell slightly old, like, like slightly like old coffee. It does. It could be bad coffee, but we'll see. I'm excited because it could taste really good. Significantly more under control in the flavor.
1: It just does nothing for me. It's thin on the mouthfeel.
0: I think it's kind of creamy.
1: I don't like it at all.
0: The mouthfeel is relatively thin, but what's there, it's creamy for some reason. Me no no likey. The coffee is
1: way too strong. You might as well say coffee with a little beer.
0: It is pretty aggressive.
1: And I like coffee.
0: I'd like to know how caffeinated this is. (laughs) You know? Like, am I going to be up all night? Up all
1: night to get lucky. You're up all night to get lucky.
0: There is a decent acridity to it that you will get from coffee when it's hot brewed, and then it just like sits like for a little bit. I'm and not cools even going
1: I'm not even gonna finish it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't taste like the coffee's very good. Like the actual coffee that was. Used I don't know how was not that great a quality. Um,
1: I bet they got the coffee from 24-hour diner.
0: <laughs> nice. Um. I don't hate it, but I don't particularly like it either.
1: Oh, I hate it. I'm not even going to drink it anymore.
0: I'm kind of in an in-between, got to yes. be honest. Th- that's a really, that's surprising to me. It's a real bummer because all, all the rest of these beers have been pretty good.
1: Yeah. Well, so. the farmhouse was awesome. The chocolate peanut butter milk stout, awesome. Yeah. Snake oil was good. What um, do you, I mean. What do I, well, I'm not, ugh.
0: I'm interested in seeing what we can do with this devil's invention, so I'm going to pour a little bit of the absence of light. Why
1: are you wasting it
0: into the devil's invention?
1: No, why are you wasting it?
0: To dilute it and mix them and see what the two together would be like. And just add extra coffee.
1: Uh, you know what? I do feel Here, like
0: try that much more much preferable. Oh, uh, sure. Than the straight devil's invention. You
1: know, the, devil, the only. The thing I could see with The Devil's Invention is that that could be good with ice cream.
0: What, what like vanilla?
1: Like a vanilla ice cream. Yeah,
0: I could see it with like a vanilla ice cream for sure.
1: Because I think the sweetness would kind of back down that coffee flavor and kind of really balance things out. Now this concoction you've made is good.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. It just adds extra coffee to the absence of light. Um, actually, I think I like Absence of Light on its own better than this concoction. Oh, but, yeah. But, um, it but makes someone, Devil's Invention better.
1: I could see why someone would not like Devil's or Absence of Light because it's so sweet.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. And and I've heard people have that, uh, with any beer of that type. Yeah. I've heard people have that, um, criticism and say, oh, it's just so sweet. Which I understand. I mean, you know, it depends where you are and what you
1: want. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the end of the end of the day, I tend to like that kind of beer. But if I'm out, that's not the kind of beer I would like drink during the day. Maybe, or I would drink if I'm like going out with friends to the bar. Not that I do that that often, but yeah, I.
0: I'm going back to the Kube on because. How much
1: of this I have in my glass? You don't
0: have to drink it. What do I do? You can dub it out if you want to. The we've, Devil's we've Invention.
1: It. Just listen to the name.
0: The Devil's Invention. The
1: Devil made this beer. <laughs> the,
0: the Devil brewed it. Sanka. The Devil brewed that Sanka.
1: That's exactly...
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Okay. Oh,
1: you Oh, you want to do your ranking. Yeah. That's what yeah, you're doing. Exactly.
0: So I poured a little more of the cuvee on. But, uh, okay. So, you,
1: go ahead. I'm still thinking.
0: Okay. So it's close for the first slot, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that I like the absence of light the most, that peanut butter milk stout, then the Kuve ang, which was the tart or the Brett Farmhouse ale with uh aged in wine barrels with blackberries and raspberries, then the snake oil, red IPA, and then the Devil's Invention coffee stout, which uh not good coffee used, I'm assuming. Something, yeah.
1: or or the ba- something went or the wrong. balance is off
0: yeah something's not I mean
1: maybe it's not the coffee it's just I don't yeah. know something and some people might like it
0: the thing is this you know? when we got these when when I pulled these beers out I was like the devil's invention is gonna be like the beer that is the best for Rebecca mm. and it's <laughs> the worst for you
1: okay you want to you want to guess my lineup
0: Cuvée uh, Ange as number one how do you know then the absence of light, then Wait, the snake oil, and then devil's invention.
1: Yeah, how did you know that's how I was going to rank it? Is that
0: the exact ranking? Yeah, yeah. I just had a feeling.
1: Aren't you surprised by that?
0: No, I'm not. No, I'm not because the cuvee ange is, is quite good. Um,
1: well, why didn't you say that?
0: So the reason is when I go back to it, I feel like I would like the um, that tannic red wine grape. Uh, Quality to be dialed back a little bit. It's coming off Mm, a little too bitter for me from a a tannin perspective. Mm. And I don't like that as much. Um, And that's the one small flaw. I feel like... Are you
1: kidding? It's The absence of light,
0: I don't really see a flaw in for for my palate.
1: I mean, the absence of light, I love, 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 love. But I feel like... It would be hard for that beer to do me wrong, just because yeah. I love all those aspects. Yeah. I guess just this beer, I was so surprised
0: because it's typically not your wheelhouse.
1: Exactly, but it's so well done and it's so delicate, and the f- the fruit forwardness of the beer is mm-hmm. just amazing.
0: It's very good. It's very well put together, and like I said, it was a very. It was hard for me. It was very close between mm. the absence of light in the cuvee and the
1: cuvee. On on
0: whatever
1: I don't know. It reminds me of Wicked Weed.
0: Oh, does it? <laughs> doesn't it? Well, I mean, you shouldn't love a beer because it reminds you of another well, brewery. I but... feel like
1: it reminds me of Wicked Weed, which reminds me of my, our trip to Asheville, and we which just was had fun. so much fun.
0: Yeah, it was. But um, overall, your thoughts on on Four Hands Brewing?
1: Nice, yeah. Really, it was a strong. I mean, it was a strong lineup, minus the Devil's Invention.
0: Yeah,
1: but again you know not every beer is for everyone.
0: Yeah, that's true. And uh it makes me more uh interested to get more of their stuff. You absolutely. know, I, I saw a few other beers of theirs that were available, maybe two other ones, I think. And uh yeah, if I see them again, I just want to I want to get yeah, it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I would definitely try their stuff again. The stipulation is now when we do a brewery showcase is we have to use something In the cellar to kind of get rid of all the beer we have.
0: At least one. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that worked, and that was part of what in what went into this is we were looking, and I was like, oh, I see a lot of four hands, and I don't know much about four hands, and I haven't Mm -hmm. had much, and I really want to. And Rebecca was like, oh, we have to buy all four four hands here, and I was like, no, because I have the coup I have the cuvee ange at home. And she was like, okay, we only have to buy three. Not a big deal. So. Yeah. Yes, but that's how we'll treat it going forward. Yes. So, Um, but awesome. Thank you for doing this with me as usual.
1: Yeah. Now, again, I'm going to finish by saying, go make me my dinner.
0: <laughs> this is the second time <laughs> you have demanded dinner, but uh I have a feeling you're going to love that absence of light with dinner. Even though it says have it with dessert, with dinner is nice.
1: With a tuna melt?
0: Sure. Why not? (laughs) That sounds disgusting. (laughs) Actually, the snake oil would probably be good with the tuna melt. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm going to do. But anyway, thanks again um, to you for always being on and always being so good at what you do. Thank you. I feel like if people go back and they listen to the first time you were on doing it, that it was a little touch and go. It was hard. It was Um, hard.
1: It was. uh-huh. Are you trying <laughs> to say that I sucked before?
0: No, I'm just saying you have improved. Much like if you go back and listen to episode one of this podcast, like probably one through like 30 or 40, you will realize that I knew almost nothing and my palate was not very good at all. I
1: just want to go back to this. You always say I do a good job. You do. But you're saying the first time I did not do a good
0: job. In comparison to where we are now. Okay. Okay. Is what I'm saying. So
1: before I got, like, a C, and now you're saying I'm, like, an A?
0: Well, the thing is, expectations change oh, okay. as improvement increases, and that... So
1: I took another sip of Devil's Invention, and I don't hate it as much.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. That's an upgrade. Hate to not hate as much. Good upgrade. So it's, anyway, um... It's
1: the nose. The taste isn't as bad as the nose. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Sorry.
0: Hey, I'm I'm sick of plugging the stuff. Can you plug all our things?
1: Plug. Send me an email if you don't want to Maybe you don't want to like email Carlin, but you could email me.
0: Mm-hmm. It um, goes to the same address, but I, don't, but I won't read it. Just say like attention,
1: it. Rebecca. Yeah. Fine. Email brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I should know all this stuff, but I really yeah. don't. Um, this is a test. <laughs> Check okay. out the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Got it. You can um, like the podcast on Facebook. Yes. Um, What else? Tweet. Yeah. You can like send some tweets on Twitter at Brutal Battle Podcast. No, it's just uh, Uh,
0: at Brutal Battle. Battle. And I'm Carlin at Brutal Battle. Carlin
1: at Brutal Battle. Um, Untapped, Carlin Cook.
0: Mm -hmm. Or Carlton Malibu, all one word.
1: And then I'm Rebecca C. We always check into the same beers, yeah, because we're like that. Yep. And I'm going to plug our cat again.
0: Oh yeah, go for it.
1: Because Princess Chloe Cat is on Instagram, and she is adorable. Adorable. She's like totes adorbs.
0: Yeah. Two more things. The website just brutalbattle.com. Oh, yeah. It's not a big deal, but brutalbattle.com. We too actually many,
1: have, too much. We
0: have pictures of the beers on there for every episode. I, I- think
1: you need an Instagram.
0: No, I don't want an Instagram. I there's enough social media going on.
1: Instagram is <clears throat> where it's at. Facebook no. is like falling off.
0: Oh, so, I'm not sure about that, but <laughs> um oh, and the other thing was oh, uh YouTube. Uh oh, look yeah. up look up uh brutal battle beer breaks on YouTube and I'm just doing like yeah. short videos of beer that that I'm drinking in the off time, but usually I'm just doing the video, and Rebecca and I are both drinking the beer after the video. I've been trying to get Rebecca to do a few of no. the videos, but she just don't want to. Which is fine. You know, whatever. But
1: Yeah, please check out the videos, because it gives me a reason that I'm, like, hiding upstairs and being quiet for him to record those.
0: You don't have to hide upstairs. You just need to be quiet downstairs. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wherever you are.
1: Okay. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember to...
0: Keep it brutal.